The Electric Rodeo is an adult toy megastore podcast about sex, toys, pleasure and relationships. It contains adult themes, adult language and probably too much information about our sex lives. Sorry, Sorry Mum. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to the Electric Rodeo. I'm your host Emma Hewitt. And I still haven't pegged, but it's okay because I don't have the cardio for it. Tash ball. <laughs> there is still so much time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got like two more episodes. <laughs> two, two episodes. Okay, you're right, you fucked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't happening anyways, but I just thought I'd let everyone know. Have been hitting the gym, arms are looking good, cardio's still not there. <laughs> I, I tell you what, you've got two weeks. Uh, yeah. I believe in you. I'm gonna I'm gonna train to run a marathon in two weeks. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Can't wait. So how are you going? What's been happening? Any other texts off the list? Uh no. Oh, no. Great. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Still need to be doubly penetrated. Oh, true. And I still need to do the lover's art kit. True, true, true. Um, yeah. No, I'm excited about it. I just haven't really got round to it. I'm just Living my life. It's been a busy time, you know. <laughs> silly season. <laughs> it's been silly indeed. <laughs> Haven't been silly with the double dilly, the double dilly. Silly no. with the dilly. But <laughs> silly with the double dilly. <laughs> I don't know the answer, but Emma, any ticks off the bucket list for you? Nah. No. I was hoping you would have something to discuss, but uh, that's fine. What's just, still on yours? Uh, I've still got the underwear vibrator because <laughs> yeah, that was a non-starter that was just i keep forgetting about that i even just then forgot what it was called you're gonna end up going to the dog park 100 <laughs> percent. it's either that or the wedding i'm going to this weekend oh not at a wedding <laughs> not at a wedding <laughs> should i do it on a flight <laughs> oh okay that's an option is that though? Yeah, because well, like I get full body scanned every time I go through airport security. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You've got that look about you. I do. They're eh? not even looking Suspicious. for anything like dangerous. They're like that. That chick's got a panty vibe. In yeah, one hundred percent. And to be fair, normally they are right. <laughs> Okay. Um, the other thing is still the rope tying as well, Ooh. but we do have access to a class, which That's we're very excited about. So we will be doing that before the end of the season. And I just ordered heaps of new rope and I got some black stuff and some pink stuff. So it's really pretty and I'm really excited to use it. Um, and then the other one is still the erotica, which I am uh, putting together in the background based off of all of our lovely Instagram followers' um, yes. ideas and things that they have suggested that we talk about so you're gonna, just going to have to wait for that one because I'm pretty sure that Tasha's is going to do a reading with doing all the voices that's what I heard that's what that's did what I people agree to that or are you putting me on the spot I'm putting you on the spot oh I'd love to <laughs> <laughs> I was like did I agree to it that's a great idea um, yes I think they'll all eventually blend into one but yeah. if you give me I think you need to give me some character outlines yeah yeah so yeah, I have sure. time to just prep some do some voice work yeah 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 we'll give you the backstories we'll make sure you yeah. really, you really Maybe, nail that uh, talk to my dialect coach <laughs> yeah 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 of course well you've got two weeks to do that so yes that and a bunch of cardio <laughs> busy girls but I mean let's direct our attention to what we're doing today okay it's a little okay pause <laughs> Pause for a thing. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> So today we have an anatomy class, really. Yeah. We're going back to school. Yeah. Um, three seasons into the electric rodeo and mm-hmm. realised that we've never actually just done an episode about our bodies. 
and why things feel good and why sexy, sexy stuff feels sexy, sexy inside the body. <laughs> so we thought we would talk about that today. I'm excited. Let's talk about stimulating some sexy yeah. parts. And some not so sexy parts. There's some sneaky erogenous zones in there that you might not think to be hitting that could really, really hit the spot. The sneaky, sneaky little erogenous zones. <laughs> Love those. And uh, Emma, as the resident sex nerd, is <laughs> very much going to be taking the lead on giving all the information. <laughs> so shout out to Emma for... For having the knowledge. <laughs> Yay for me. So um, what we're talking about when we talk about this kind of stuff is our sexological anatomy, which is fun to say. I love saying sexological anatomy. It feels so good. Eh? Yeah. yeah. And we just use that term just to basically differentiate from the reproductive anatomy because that's kind of what you've probably actually learned about in school you know like you're hearing about how you get pregnant and you know what the uterus is and your fallopian tubes and look important shit yeah (laughs) don't get me wrong but they're not the sexy sexy parts no and no one necessarily teaches you about the sexy sexy parts I'm sure that for a long time and maybe maybe you still are but you might be using the term vagina to talk about your vulva oh because we share this gripe uh, yeah because (laughs) no one ever tells you that they're that those are two different things no I definitely didn't learn that in school yeah vagina internal vulva external yay there we go if you just learned something congratulations I'm very sorry that um the sexual (laughs) health uh lessons in your school failed you yeah well they failed all of us I would I would say but don't worry we're here we're here to discuss (laughs) all of these different parts so we're just gonna like go through them all, all the sexy bits, and kind of talk a little bit about whether we like them or not because there's a few areas (laughs) that I think are very popular areas that maybe maybe we're just not into. And that's okay because even though these are like the sexy bits, the bits that can bring about like arousal and make you feel good and feel excited. Yeah. We're all different. Not everything feels good for everyone. Yeah. The way that your nerves are structured in your body will vary slightly from person to person. And some things might just make you feel ticklish, whereas that will make someone else orgasm. So we're all different. Everything is normal. We are here to learn, but we are not here to judge. So if we're talking about something that we love and you don't like it, that's, that's okay. fine. It's like one of the key phrases taken away from come as you are, all the same parts uh, organised differently. Yeah, is that exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the same parts, just looking a little different. Organised differently, gang. And that's okay. It's good. And, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, what we both like. Maybe I'm a, I am feel like me and Emma are going to learn a little bit more I about know. each other. I feel like we <laughs> know each other so well, especially in this area of our lives. But, like, we've never talked to this specifically about stuff. No. So, yeah, it could be fun. And I've got some suspicions, so I am excited oh. <laughs> to see if they're right. Can I, could you just list off a suspicion you have about me? Um, no, there are just two areas that I don't particularly like, but I think you're super into. Oh, fabulous. All right, let's crack it. Okay, that. let's start. So... The first thing uh, that I wanted to talk about is the boobs and the nipples. Hey. Whoop, 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 whoop. Look, we've we got boobies and nipples. That's fun. We both do, yeah, yes. That's fun for us. <laughs> I love the look of boobies. Yes. On I, yourself and other people? Yeah, these are my favourite part. They're quite exceptional, um, <laughs> to be fair. And other people also are doing really well. Um, for, for a couple of podcasters, we do have a great <laughs> set <laughs> We should be on camera. Honestly, if you guys aren't following socials and you've only heard our voices, <laughs> please go to Electric Rodeo Podcast on Instagram because there's a lot more to say. <laughs> so for a lot of people, 
the nipples in particular can feel really highly sensitive. And that's because there are lots of nerve endings all throughout the structure of the nipple. Um, But the other thing that can also make the nipples feel really good is that stimulating those also sets off sparks in the same part of your brain as touching like your other genitalia would. So that's kind of why there's like a bit more of that connection in saying that. I don't really like my nipples being touched. Right. And that's always been the case? Always. So like, oh, and it's hard because it's hard for my partners because they are, as we've just discussed, great areas. Those hands are magnets, <laughs> those breasticles. But I'm just not, it's too, it's too much. Maybe my nerve density is just like, it just doesn't do it. And like I've tried nipple clamps and I don't mind nipple clamps because it's kind of like a consistent pressure if you know what I mean. I don't like movement or like pinching, unless it's a nipple clamp for some reason, that's fine, but I don't like human (laughs) pinching, like little pinches. So just for my understanding, it's just the nipples. Like, So you like a boob grab, but you just don't like a a nip squeeze. I don't know what's going on. My boobs are always sore. Right. No matter where I'm at in my cycle, they're going to be, they just get more sore, but there's never a period where they're not really like a bit, sore or sensitive you know what I mean so yeah it's fine when I do it because I know the pressure yeah um I am sitting here groping my chest obviously yeah we're just we can't help ourselves it's so interesting you know it's such a burden to have great boobs and have everyone want to touch them (laughs) and and, like not want them to be touched you know it's like heavy is the chest that bears the breast yeah (laughs) yes exactly like that (laughs) yeah but you like it yeah, I've always had big boobs. All my partners yeah. have always wanted to get all up in that. And that's great. It makes me feel great. I love my boobs. Mm. I do I did have something occur around two to three years ago physically that I won't get into that resulted in me getting into nipple simulation. So prior mm. to that I don't really know what my relationship with it was. Yeah, like right. I don't remember I don't think I didn't love it and I didn't have a problem with it, but something happened and now I have more sensitive mm. uh, nipples. And obviously that can be good and bad. But in terms of sex, it's been fantastic. So it's quite interesting just because George and I, like both of our love languages are physical touch. And yeah. so he often will just kind of be like touching me while we're sitting around, which is great. Love that. Mm. But it's interesting because there's a fine line between like sometimes he'll kind of like squeeze a nip and I'll be like, mm. And then, you know, it, like you say, it lights off the sparks yeah. in my brain and it makes my parts feel good. And then, yeah. you know, that could actually be like a, a very easy segue into sex. Or sometimes because they're sensitive and like maybe I'm not in the mood, like maybe I'm slamming on the brakes, like I give it Aggie and I slap his yeah. hand away, um, which is There's blessing. a fine line for the nipples, I it reckon, is, eh? yeah. Like Because if you're not in the right mood, and this is actually the same for any part of your body, really. Yeah. If you're not in the right mood, stimulation of those areas feels annoying it doesn't feel pleasurable like it can yes. feel like it can feel like being tickled or it can feel painful or something yeah. but if you're super aroused then it feels really good but it's interesting because sometimes I experience responsive desire and sometimes I don't mm. through through that but in terms of like during sex and during play love it love 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 yeah. it um my favorite toy I haven't actually like branched out and tried I want to try all of 
the nipple toys because yeah. I haven't tried enough because we've tried which I've talked about previously the nipple suckers so just like the easy oh, little, yeah, yeah. easy squeezy yeah. squeeze it put it on and that suctions it and that's awesome and I love those because when you're having sex you can twist them mm. you can pull on them you can tug on them like yeah. you can do these different things and it just like lights it up yeah. and like yeah the twisty pull I love it mm. um, I've also recently tried kind of lasso oh, yeah, style yeah. ones so yeah. they've got do you know, um, the, are they Fetish Fantasy, the ones that I try? I think so, yeah. I think they're, we'll put it in the yeah. show notes. But um, like they've got a tiny little vibrator and then essentially like a little silicon lasso. And so the idea is that you can put it around and like tighten it to the degree that you want and then put the vibrator on mm. and then obviously that lights it up. My nipples are actually, <laughs> despite the fact that my boobs are huge, mm. um, my nipples are on the smaller side. So the lasso didn't work. We <laughs> we actually tried it very recently yeah. and we put on the suckers to try and make it bigger yeah. so that we could try the lasso suck, and, suck, suck, and suck, then suck. we just got distracted and got too into it and didn't even like retry. Uh. Um, so yeah. And also nipple piercing things are really cool if you are into True. nipple play I've got just the one um, and that's a lot of fun <laughs> how does that interact with um, like nipple toys so Do you uh, have to take it out so far not so much I mean I wouldn't really want to f- fuck around with it I yeah. mean I've already had We've to mess around with before. taking it out in the in the throes of passion <laughs> and I mean it was made for a hilarious story but it's not something I want to make a habit yeah, of fair. yeah the nipple suckers don't we tried it the nipple sucker doesn't go around so we couldn't use it yeah um, and then we considered trying the lasso and actually hooking it under the piercing but like even though I know people who like love having their piercings tugged on like because my nipples are on the smaller side I'm just a bit concerned yeah. about yeah, they would make me nervous. Yeah, so yeah. Um, haven't actually tried, let alone come across a toy yeah. that interacts with it positively. Have I you guess. tried your like clitoral toys on your nipples, like suction toys, or do you have any of the Zumio style toys with no. the long end? That I need spins one though because really fast? I want uh, something thin and pinpointed. Yeah, for my see, I think clitoral. they like. Oh, right. But I think they would feel quite good on the nipple for people. No, I agree. I've got two Zumios, but I don't I don't use them because I don't like nipple stimulation. And they'll be super intense. But I feel like for people that do like it, they just, they're these long, thin vibrators. And they move around in really fast circles. So they're like oscillate. And I think that might feel kind of good. Mm. But I don't know. I think I might have tried like my cocoa on my nipples oh, once yeah. or twice. Yeah. And I just was kind of like... Feels better on the clit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although, like, yeah, I really need to just, like, pop a nipple sucker on while I'm, like, masturbating yeah. and start yanking on it. Because I always leave it to, like, partnered play when really I could, I could be you doing can do that it yourself. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I am a big fan of the nipple play, mm. me personally. Yeah, I'm jealous because all of the look of nipple toys appeals to me. Yeah. I'll see things and I was like, oh, that looks so fun. Yeah. And I was like, you know it won't. Like, I know yeah. it won't. You know the the bucket list on nipple toys is I want to try a clamp style and oh, you yeah. know which comes with that like one with like cute little tassels yeah yeah and I like the look of the ones that have like four way kind of screws going yeah, in like a yeah. bit more like kink style yeah. I like the look of those but um uh, yeah I'm not sure how that would work size wise I think if it was a four way it would be okay yeah you'd be able to get um, enough I reckon and I know that on Adult Toy Mega Store we sell use code Radio Ten for ten percent off um <laughs> we sell like these little magnet ones but I just know for a fact that wouldn't work for me because they would just go zoop 
Yeah, <laughs> they, true. My nipples are too small. <laughs> yeah, connect at the top. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so yeah, I do. I still have a plethora of things I want to explore there, and I think for anyone who has nips and hasn't explored that sort of thing, do it in your own time. Yeah. Give it a little pinch. Give it a little tug. Get in the mood. Like yeah, get into some masturbating. Get into your own, you know, sexual or space, and then put it in there because, like we said, kind of you want to be aroused before you throw it in there. Yeah, because if you are into it, it's so much fun. And obviously, if you have partners that are into your boobs, it's very fun for them. <laughs> yeah, poor Jay. My man. Oh, he's fine. You're a, you're a catch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to the vulva and the clitoris. Yeah. My favourite parts. Yeah, that's your favourite. For touching. Yeah, I mean, that is my favourite too. The clitoris. <laughs> oh, so good. Clit. So joyful. For sure. What an amazing little creation there, eh? Uh, you know? Hats off to the chef. Oh, just kiss, baby. <laughs> 10 out of 10, would touch again. So the clitoris, what do we know about it? Well, well, interesting developments uh, in the last year or two? Yeah, so four years. Four years. We, years. Years. We thought that the clitoris had around 8,000 nerve endings in it. And this was based on some scientific research looking at the clitoris. Unfortunately, what uh, recently came to the forefront is that the scientific research was not actually based on human clitoris, but on bovine clitoris. Um, So the clitoris of a cow. What has recently happened, uh, literally last year, (laughs) is that a surgeon, um, Dr. Blair Peters, was actually, so they are a trans surgeon, so they do lots of gender reconstructive surgery, and actually looked at the structure of a human clitoris for the first time. Funny that. I know. And guess what? Way more nerve endings than we thought. It's actually closer to 10,000 nerve endings. Mm. So this is why... Clitoral stimulation feels so good to so many people because that motherfucker is jam-packed yeah. with nerve endings. That's so much. An extra 2,000? Right. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I'm going to find all of you. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to stimulate. I'm going to light up all 10,000 of those bad boys. Yes. Yeah. So that's like my favorite fact currently. Yes. I was telling someone about that the other day because we were yeah. having a discussion about just science not really giving enough of a shit about uh, female, female bodies. Ana- yeah, female yeah. anatomy in all areas. Yeah. You know, if you think about how it bleeds into birth control and whatnot. And we could have a whole other episode oh, on that. God. But yeah, I threw that out and I was like, yeah. did you know <laughs> that we thought we had 8,000 nerve endings on our clit because of cows? It's <laughs> fucked, right? Good for the cows though. 8,000. They're almost up there with Heaps. us. I know. That got us, um, not recently, but a little while ago, got the team Googling what other animals have clitorises? Oh. Obviously, this got us Googling what other animals have clitorises because yes. need to know, right? Yeah. So the clitoris is found in all terrestrial vertebrates. Brats. How the fuck do you say that? Vertebrates? Vertebrates? Vertebrate. Nah. B-R-A-T-E-S. Vertebrates. Vertebrates. Including lizards, snakes, crocodiles, turtles, and mammals. So bottlenose dolphins, clitoris. What else? There's also lizards have two-part clitorises that they can tuck back into their bodies. What do you mean two parts? I don't know. We'll have to – we need a – I don't know. You might have to do your own we'll research here, team, do if this more. intrigues you. Spotted hyenas have eight-inch clitorises. I mean, Shut incredible. Up. What's the difference between an eight-inch clitoris and a penis? Because a penis is just a clit that grew. Yeah, so – very similar, oh, so I, I guess it's just like the female. Yeah, because it's a female. Good for them. I know. Isn't this amazing? So anyway, that's so fun. <laughs> but what the other thing that people 
should know about the clitoris is that what you see on the outside. Yeah. It's just the tip of the iceberg, baby. Yes. So your clitoris is a lot bigger than what you can see. So on the outside, you've got the clitoral hood, which is that little kind of flap of skin, maneuverable. You can kind of pull it back over itself or it can wear its little hood. It's like a little foreskin, like a little a little hat for your clitoris. Super cute. <laughs> and then beneath that, you've got the clitoral gland. So that's the kind of firm, but that kind of like little nub that you can feel. It's erectile tissue so it becomes engorged when you arouse it becomes engorged with blood flow feels extra special when it's full of blood but it also extends deep into your body so it's like a wishbone shape so you've got the two little legs of the clitoris and then there's also the bulbs as well tasha's doing a little shape to camera gorgeous (laughs) so all of that feels sensitive Mm. so although you stimulating the outside in a lot of cases there are also ways that you can stimulate the internal structure of the clitoris which Mm. we'll talk about in a little moment because in a lot of cases you might think that you're actually stimulating a different part of your body but where you're feeling sensation is in fact the clitoris because it's just so magical and amazing and for most people with a clitoris this is the kind of stimulation that is probably going to bring you to orgasm yes yeah it's definitely the easiest is that because of how many nerve endings it has? I think so. It's because it's got so many nerve endings and so much erectile tissue. And so, like I said, even though you're simulating other parts of your body, the majority of the time the orgasm from those areas is in fact a clitoral orgasm. Yeah, definitely. So it really is. It is that nerve nerve density and, you know, like just it feels so good, Mm. right? Right. Yeah, I mean, pretty short and sweet for me. Love a yeah. bit of clit action. We've all we've all heard about it. I I love a clit toy. If I'm masturbating, I'm just whacking something on there, and that's it. Yeah. If I'm having sex, I'm also whacking something on there. Yeah, I'm exactly <laughs> the same for sure. Um, but there are other areas of your vulva that also have like you know, like sensitivity and feel really good as well. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, you've got your vulva, so in your labia minora as well, like all of your labia has nerve endings as well. So all of that feels good. All of that also, you know, you can feel when you are aroused, you can feel the blood flow going into all of those areas. You Mm. kind of get that deep throbbing, you know, when you're really aroused. And like a lot of that is clitoral, but it's still, you know, you feel it through the rest of there as well. Mm. So that's why when Tash, for instance, used the pussy pump, Mm. you know, like increasing blood flow through all of the vulva and making it feel more sensitive is the point of those. Yeah, I mean, externally, like it was, yeah, definitely sensitive yeah so don't just you know i love the clitoris but give everywhere else a little bit of love and see what feels good to you too going down on a on a vulva suck on suck on the labia yeah (laughs) but then focus on the clitoris eventually yeah see if they're into it obviously but like there's little things you can do that people don't think of sometimes that feels nice yeah i like it do you know what there's this part of my body because the tendon, you know how there's tendons on the side of like that area where it connects to your legs? I'm going to be real, I didn't. Okay. I fucking hate that area being touched. Oh, wait. Like we on your thigh. Yes. Like oh. the connection between like your thigh and like if you open your legs yeah. and there's like the tendon like right on either side of your labia. Major artery. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, something about that area being touched it makes me feel like, like I've got a lot sick. of in, uh, extra cushioning. So oh, I just. Yeah, I don't right. Really, we're just sitting here touching all it. of the bits we're doing. We're just grabbing my thighs. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've got, I've got very, very thick. 
thick, squishy thighs. So I don't really have that problem. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I guess it's because I got... I can understand how that would probably feel yeah. uncomfortable, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, it grosses me out. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> test it out. I might, you might love it. I don't know. <laughs> Any other hot tips for some sexy vulva action? I think just, like, explore it more, you know? Like, I think that there's a bit of a trend towards things like clitoral suction toys that are very, like, just clitoral glands specific. Yeah. But I think that being able to kind of, like, explore a bit wider of an area is kind of cool too like exploring your labia a little bit which is actually why I really like wand vibes as well because they're so big that you get more of like the surface area as well which is really fun I actually do think like a lot of the time when I think I'm playing with my clit I'm actually a lot of the time I'm you know kind of at the base of Mm. the vagina like general just like all around it feels nice sometimes the clitoris is too sensitive so you can kind of like even with suction toys like take them down a little lower and it still feels really good like actually move them around and like find different spots because it all feels good externally yeah you never know what will work for you you might have like a secret ticket spot just like you know a few centimeters south of the cliff a couple centimeters to the left and the next time you're with someone you can be like yo hit that that's the pleasure party and watch my leg shake (laughs) that's the pleasure party so speaking of like going lower yeah. We can talk a bit about the vagina because I reckon the opening of the vagina, having that area stimulated feels really good. We had the most enlightening conversation randomly on a Friday night drink. So it was you, me, Tika, and was it Connie? Like one of the old girls that worked with us mm. because we were having a discussion about G-spot stimulation. Yeah. And it was about how kind of the typical thing you get told to do is like the curvy yeah, finger yeah. kind of like come hither motion. And I have had many a person try that on me and I don't like it. And we discovered that two of us, uh, the other two people, not Emma and I, really liked that. And that like hits their G-spot perfectly. Whereas you and I actually prefer fingers for the stimulation near the base, right? 100%. I like the feeling of that little bit of like movement in and out and like pressure in that area. I don't need deep like penetration like that. Like we'll talk a bit about the G-spot as well, obviously. But the G-spot for me, it does make me feel like I need to pee. And (laughs) I can get beyond that, but normally I need like a lot of stimulation in the area, which fingers going in and out doesn't provide. It just doesn't do that for me, if you know what I mean. Like it's better if I've got a toy that I can just like have in place and kind of manoeuvre a little bit. Or like one of them tapping ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's better for me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely find like... I've had people like try and like, you know, park some fingers up there or like do what it is just truly all about the in and out yeah. for me. And like just like the slower the better, honestly. Same, same, same. Beautiful. Same. The more you can like appreciate the sensation, yeah. the better. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. And cause if like if Jay's going down on me, I need that stimulated as well. But normally it's just like, yeah, just chuck in a couple of fingers, hold that in place. And that's good. <laughs> you know, like it's literally just that little bit of like just filling that area yeah. or like a toy like we use a glass toy or a metal toy basically yeah. every time as well and just that little bit of like oh yeah, yeah yep that's enough movement and he's like barely barely moved it <laughs> I'm just that's just the movement of my arm when I breathe and it's like yep perfect <laughs> so let's talk about why the vagina feels good yeah because this is fun so the opening of the vagina that feels good because that is probably the area they think that has the most amount of nerve endings 
comparative to the rest of the vagina. To the whole rest of the internal canal. Yeah. But the vagina has all of these different points that people talk about. So we've talked about the G-spot. Mm-hmm. Now, what we found about the G-spot <laughs> after many years of the scientists also ignoring that area, shout out to Dr. Helen O'Connell, I'm pretty sure her name is. She was an Australian researcher and it's basically her that discovered like why things feel good Love and really like room. looked at the G spot. But what we found is that it's actually not how do we describe this? So it's called the clitorourethro vaginal complex. So yeah, C U V complex, don't worry, just call it the C U V complex, everyone. C U V complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we still talking about the G spot yeah, specifically? Yeah. Okay. So this is the area where basically the internal structure of the clitoris, as we talked about before, basically connects with your bladder area, which is erectile tissue as well. Mm. And then obviously that's you're accessing that through the vaginal wall. So what you're really stimulating when you're having G-spot stimulation mm. is actually the internal structure of the clitoris. That makes sense. Yeah, and because, like I said, like when you are aroused, the clitoris fills with blood, so the, all of the internal part does as well, so it becomes wide, it becomes engorged, and so when you're penetrating vaginally, that's actually what you're stimulating. You're getting the legs and the bulbs yeah. of the clitoris. Hence why foreplay, very important. Very important. Do you want the sex to be enjoyable for everyone if you're having penetrative sex you've got to do that warm-up action because that you get the payoff yes 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 so if you do want to explore that area it does feel different inside your body in terms of the texture of it which is a Mm. good way to be able to find it so the majority of the internal structure of your vagina will be kind of like the smooth skin Mm. that area feels a bit rougher so that's how you kind of know that you're in the right zone there is a slight change in texture in Mm. the feel so explore that yourself if you haven't already before you try and tell someone where it is because you need to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, 100%, 100%. So what about the A-spot? Have you heard of that much about the A-spot? I actually, I'm being very vulnerable on this episode. When we did the brief for this, I um, told Emma I was mistaken and I maybe it was just a, an association thing. I thought the A-spot was the wall that connects um, between the vaginal canal and the butthole. The, not the butthole, but the... Inside your butthole. Yeah, the wall between your vag and your butt. Oh, but that's not far off. Okay, so I just thought I thought the A spot was accessible essentially from the butthole because it had an A in it. I think that's where I got that from. So, no, I don't think I know. I think you kind of do, though. Oh, really? Because, yeah, so the A spot is... So if you're going for the G spot, that's generally about two inches kind of inside the vagina. The A spot is a little bit deeper. So it's kind you're going closer to your cervix. So depending on how long your vaginal canal is, it's a little it's like maybe an inch or two deeper than the G spot. And it doesn't feel different in terms of texture. But what people find is that if that part is massaged, you become more lubricated. This is kind of anecdotal talking about this. This yeah. isn't really like scientific necessarily I do this with um, little bunny ears but a lot of people find that they can access it through anal play because the wall of the vaginal canal and the anal canal is so thin yes so in the same way the reason that anal feels good for a lot of 
people that have a clitoris, number one, yes, your butthole is full of nerve endings, but also for a lot of people, you're also able to stimulate the internal structure of the clit via anal play as well because it's all just so close and so connected. Mm. So again, like a lot of what you're feeling in most cases is that. But this is why a lot of people like that deep penetration because it's like they call, it's like you're getting the A spot. I just realised why I thought that I kind of had that wrong and it's because we actually had a customer contact us saying that they wanted a toy to simulate their A spot vaginally and so because I didn't know I did some research and then I think because they specified vaginally I knew that it I knew it could be accessed both oh, ways but yeah. I think I thought because it had the A that the traditional or like whatever the typical way was through the butt because she specified uh, I see. Through, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Um, through her vagina so well I've read about both so yeah you know no I mean that sounds great I definitely I think I think I've had like blended orgasms where it was like a spot rather than G spot yeah. for sure. Like deep penetration, I does feel good. Yeah, and that'll be it because the G spot's actually quite far forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, literally like you said, two inches yeah. in, like not very far yeah. at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, a lot of like why people enjoy like that deep penetration is probably more a spot than G spot. Yeah. It's interesting. Why doesn't it get as much clout as the G-spot, do you think? I think it's because with all things, it's like really hard to prove that these spots even exist. Sure. And so people are like, I like deep penetration. And you might be saying that for years, but it's like until someone actually comes out and says, look, it's not, <laughs> it's not necessarily scientifically proven. It seems like we have an A-spot yeah. and people like it's stimulated. And so it's just kind of a discussion point. I mean, for years, people didn't even think the G-spot existed. So it just comes back to scientific research not being put into yeah. female anatomy. Yeah. And because in a lot of cases, they're like, we can't find necessarily a different structure of nerves which is normally what you look for when you're looking when you're talking about pleasurable spots it's because of like nerve density but they're like we can't necessarily find this specific area of increased nerves well the nerve endings might not be there it might not be because of nerve endings necessarily so you know what I mean like could be the erectile tissue exactly it can be that it can be like it's like with the G spot (laughs) like they're saying well it's not spot because it's the intersection of your internal clitoris and the bladder and all of this stuff so it's different from person to person because of the way our bodies work so it's hard for them to say this is the g-spot and here's where it is yeah because it's different for people sure that makes a lot of sense yeah and erectile tissue just so that everyone understands i think again i have a base level understanding it's essentially like rub it and it feels good yeah pretty much becomes engorged and usually also has nerve endings in those areas cool which is a great segue into the penis yeah here we go team so a lot of the penis as you can all guess is erectile tissue because it goes whoop Party. Yeah. So again, this is the pleasure spot for people. If you go to with the penis, this is where things are going to feel good, okay? This is where it gets interesting. (laughs) So they believe it's around the same amount of nerve endings as the clitoris. Um, And again, a lot of them are actually quite specific to like the glands of the penis, the head of the penis. And this is because basically we're... The structures of our bodies are all the same up until six weeks. And then we split off into whichever genitalia we're going to have. So Mm. it means that all of those nerves exist Mm. and they're just spread out differently depending on which form our body takes in terms of our genitalia. So this is actually a good way to think about things. Like it's like if you were having sex with a man. Okay. If I was having sex. Yeah. If you were having having sex with someone with a penis. Yeah. 
and you were only stimulating their scrotum. Yeah. Unlikely that they're going to orgasm. Because that's the equivalent of someone just stimulating the outside of my vulva, but not like hitting the... Or your vagina. Yeah. (laughs) This is like someone only stimulating your vagina and not going for the glorious. So this is a good way to talk about this with a partner. If you have a partner with a penis and they're not really giving you enough clitoral stimulation that you need... Mm. Oh, say like, say hey, that. if I just fondled your scrotum for yeah. five minutes, would that would yeah. you feel happy it's about that? Basically, the same thing. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, my favorite, um, my favorite fact about the whole: we're all the same up until six weeks, yeah. and then it changes, splits into each sex. Uh, typically, is the seam that runs down the scrotum is actually where, if someone with a penis were to have been born with female anatomy, um, that's where the labia would have split, yeah, right? Yeah. I love that because so when, I, when I read that and I learned that, something clicked in my brain because I always just used to look, you know, you're down there, you're given a, oh, yeah. a, a godly blowjob, as I often do. And you see that little seam, like I always was just like, what is that about? <laughs> Why is that there? Well, like, it's just so uniform. Yeah, it like, is. It's just very And, and it's like, line. yeah. And because it looks like a like a vein, right? Yeah. And so it's always kind of like, why do you have one big vein? But where where's the, like, one? Do you just have one in your ball sack? <laughs> like, where is the rest? One whole vein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you've ever seen a scrotum and you've wondered what that little seam is, that's what it is. Or if, you, is. if you've... If you've Got a got a scrotum and you've never actually noticed it. Help, take a quick peek. Yeah. <laughs> Bend down, take a look. Get in front of the mirror, lift all your lift it all up. Yeah. See what's Check going it out. on. Yeah. Isn't that just such a fun fact? It is. That it's just like really all the same. Mm. So it's just like everything has its like partner. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, the scrotum become the labia. Yeah. The clitoris becomes the penis. Yes. And so getting into like what feels good yeah. for uh, people with penises, because the head of the penis and kind of the little seam underneath, is it the frenulum? Yeah, the frenulum. Like that seems to be like the height of sensitivity and especially yeah. the head of the penis is yeah. like the height of sensitivity. Is that like, I mean, the whole penis is essentially the same as the clitoris. Is that just because it's like the very front bit? It's just the way that the nerve structure has like worked okay. out basically. Okay. But if you're thinking about like what you have access to, yeah. you can consider that part as very similar to the glands of the clitoris in terms of how pleasurable things are yeah. going to feel. So yeah. stimulating the glands of the clitoris feels amazing. Same vibe for the head of the penis. Yeah. And yeah, it's just that very like sensitive top bit. And then of course there's like, it feels good, the rest of the shaft as well, but that's really where yeah. the party is. I love I love doing a bit of that, like just doing some licking or like, or um, you know, kind of like softly puckering my lips and like just <laughs> teasing that little yeah. kind of seam but underneath. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, you can do just like very little with it and it can um, get a lot back. Yeah. Big impact. <laughs> Big, Big impact. impact. <laughs> what else? What are your tips and tricks? For the penis? <laughs> yeah. I just love it, nurture it, care for it. <laughs> no, I'm the same. I always just focus on like the head, you know. The hands can do the shaft. That's fine. But that head is really, you know, where the party is. Mm. Um, and yeah, you're right, the frenulum and stuff. And like all around kind of like the glands, like underneath the glands and stuff yeah. as well. Like kind of getting in there with the tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you got to do the washing machine. Get, all, the, ar- get the, all around there. The gif of Patrick. I have quite a small mouth and I don't have a particularly long tongue. So if I'm trying to do that, I have to be like. I've got a huge tongue. That must come in handy. Miley Cyrus tongue up in here. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yes, we love, you know, we love the head of the penis. Yeah, give the head some love. Not too much, though, because um, that can get overly sensitive and then you can kind of pump the brakes quite quickly if you're doing that. Yeah. This is why there's um, lots of head toys coming out as well. Um, So for a long time, if you were kind of getting a penis toy, it was really focused on kind of stroking and yes. so you were, there were things that would kind of encompass the whole the whole penis yeah but lately I've seen like a lot more of just like head specific toys yeah so they kind of look like strokers but they're very small or it's a vibrator that's kind of almost in like a cone shape that you can hold over the like top a dome. yeah and it vibrates against the head of the penis and I think that's something that we'll keep seeing like more of like more ways just to stimulate mm. that head part as well which is cool so test those out have a look at those if if you really love like the tip of your penis being stimulated because yes. they're very targeted like mm. very fun and nice and small and they come from the top angle so you can still stroke up and down like a regular like hand job or whatever and then just pop it on the top as like a little like fun addition love it yeah or yeah or if you're um you're someone with a partner with a penis and you've got your own like little vibrator you can mm. just kind of put that up against like the bottom of the base like just below the head of it or like you know obviously with their <laughs> with their consent just because it could be quite a intense yeah. like if you've got it nice and lubricated just try that around the head of the penis mm. and see if they're into that love that mm. now we've talked quite a bit on this season about uh the balls because we, we like ball stretches <laughs> and we just like balls so we'll just briefly talk about them yeah just use a ball stretcher if you're into ball play yeah like just do it. If you've been listening up until <laughs> this point and you've been humming and hiring about it when we've talked about it, I don't know what more we can say to convince you. Honestly. Get on the ball stretchers yeah. team. I want, you know what, if by the end of the season we get one person yeah. that emails you and says, I tried a ball stretcher at your guy's recommendation and it was life changing, that would probably be one of my highlights. 100%. That's so They're good. Very fun. They love them. Yeah. They love them. Yeah, and you know, if you're wanting to figure out if you're into that or you're with someone you wanted to figure out if they're into that, you know, give it a little gentle squeezy yeah. and then, you know, give it a little tug. Yeah, just a little tug. <laughs> see what just the little stretch. See what they like. Jay also likes vibration on the balls as well. Mm. So I like using like a little bullet yeah. or something like that, like or a wider one, like a wider kind of lay-on vibrator as well, oh, which yeah. are just a bit more shapely they might be in a circle or like a square shape so they've just got more surface area so he really likes that on the balls as well which is fun because you can just kind of hold it (laughs) like put the vibrator in your hand and then just cut the balls and it's just like good times (laughs) for everyone (laughs) so last week we talked about the prostate because we were talking about pegging yeah so i reckon if we just do a short bit about this because we talked a lot about like why it feels good we did one thing that i forgot to talk about is that you can stimulate the prostate from the outside of the body as well can you? Yes, you can. How? So this is great because since we've this is Jay's new favorite thing for me to do anytime we're doing what? anything. So from the perineum, also known as the taint or the gooch. Yay! We were talking about this before. We were like, man, the perineum has the best nicknames. Taint. Oh. Good words. Gooch. Good words. But yeah, so you can actually, if you apply enough pressure through the perineum you can actually stimulate the prostate via the external part. So we do this just with fingers. It's not, I mean, my nails are a bit long at the moment, but when I've got shorter nails, just honestly like two, three fingers just pressing on it. He fucking loves it. Otherwise, a wand vibrator 
there right. is real good. So it's obviously not as direct as going through your butt hole. Yeah. But you can do it. And I think that's such a good starting point for people who aren't sure about prostate stimulation. Yes. Because you just add that little bit of stimulation, that little bit of pressure, which is what the prostate responds to anyway. So even if you're doing it internally, it's like pressure that it really likes. Mm. But yeah, you can get it through there. So that's just the best starting point for people. Yeah, I'm not actually an expert. I mean, I'm I'm very beginner when it comes to like prostate play mm. and like even like kind of taint and gooch um, stimulation. Like I've read stuff about it. I feel like when I've tried stuff, it hasn't necessarily elicited much of a response. So maybe that's just the people that I'm trying it with. Yeah, right. Um, or maybe they haven't tried it themselves, so they don't know how to mm. like direct me as to what's the yeah. best. But um, so that's obviously why people say because I have read like if you just put some light pressure on the um taint, yeah, then that is like quite good. But I never understood why. Mm. Oh, right. Fun fact. I know it's a good one. Yeah. Because yeah, now anytime um sucking dick or anything like always. So you just got two flat fingers. Yeah. Just person. It is hard though. Like your hands out like you're serving something. Two yeah, fingers, just push yeah. up. Bang. It's difficult though because he also likes balls stimulated and mouth and hands yeah, so all on the go at the these, same time. This, hand <laughs> this hand's balls, alternating between the balls yeah. and the shaft and that's, you know, it's all, it's all. It's not multitasking that I'm afraid of. <laughs> it's the process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid of multitasking. Okay. It yeah. gets really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a tiny woman. I've just got a small hand. I don't, yeah. If you could. <laughs> have an extra arm or two appear in the same way that a penis gets erect so it only kind of appears when you're aroused for the sake of um, sexual pleasure would you take that yeah of course good good. yeah I need to I need more is it like an is it a longer limb or is an extra hand it's an extra arm Oh, an extra arm. Oh, yeah, fun. did I say can, hand? Can I determine the length of the arm? No, I'm just thinking like, because the only like downside I can think of this is like, if you were someone who like hooks up with people, you kind of have to be like, hey, just you know, when I get turned on, an extra arm's going to appear. Oh, that's fun. Well, yeah, most people will be into it. Yeah, I'll I just like. I can touch more I'd be like, an extra arm. Yeah. All right, let's talk about what we can do yeah, here. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. What's be on the menu? everything. <laughs> I'd be like, I want one of your hands yeah. on my boob, one um, on my butthole, and then yeah. one on my Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cause I, but I need it a little bit longer. Cause as we discussed last week with the pegging episode, it was quite hard to do the old reach round. Oh, Jay's so tall. that's why you're asking about so the length. So I of need a, limb. a slightly longer arm than my current. Okay, arm. what if it's just one stumpy little arm? Is it wide? <laughs> why does that matter? For spanking. <laughs> oh, my, you know where my brain went? Yeah. Fisting. Fisting. Yeah. <laughs> I see it now. I was like, okay, I see, chill. I see, I see, I see what's happened here. Okay. Um, and tune in next week for our fisting episode. <laughs> uh, I also would take it. Yeah. I would take it. I mean. I want a tail. I want a tail that appears and it's, and it, you know, I can make it. You can penetrate with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And have full control over the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think I would take an appendage. Could I determine when it showed up? No, what that if wasn't it happened, the point of the exercise. What if it happened every time I was aroused? Like, what if yes, I was walking down it's the, the street? The same as having an erection. Listening to erotica. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the deal. Okay. I guess it doesn't look suspicious because it's just another... I mean, it is suspicious because it's just an arm coming out of your torso. You just yeah. tuck it into your pants like you would with a bone. Yeah. As long as it's not dick-shaped, I don't see a problem here. Okay. So the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, if anyone else has any thoughts, if you're listening on Spotify, there's a little Q&A. <laughs> Can we please? <laughs> yes. We will ask about we the like, extra appendage. Yeah. <laughs> please answer it. I want to know. 
Oh, they were. Someone will be like, no. <laughs> but we need more information. If you say no, you have to email us why. Because um, <laughs> it's weird. Let's talk quickly about erogenous zones. Is that not what we've been doing the whole time? No, those are your genitalia and oh, okay. body parts. So erogenous zones, they are they are considered erogenous zones. But I think that a lot oh, of people border. yeah, kind of differentiate because these are just like it, erogenous zone is a part of your body that can become like sexually aroused via stimulation, right? Mm. But the erogenous zones are usually like the kind of like unusual ones, like not the obvious like genitalia, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have any spots that get you going? Because this could be like the back of the ear, the neck, inner thigh. These are erogenous zones. Yes, 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 yes. An easy one is neck kissing, obviously. That feels great. I actually do find that my ears are really sensitive. I had one of my like older boyfriends, like we were like quite young and like we just used to like suck on each other's earlobes. (laughs) And I think about it and I'm like great times. Love it. Love that we were just young and just like didn't really give a shit just doing this shit. Like we would just spend ages just like sucking on each other's lobes and it felt fucking fantastic. I can't lie. Cute. So it's this instead of like sucking dick and stuff because you're just young. No. Oh, uh, doing that as well. <laughs> I think it was like hand stuff at that point. Oh, yeah, it was okay. like okay. Anyway, no. Yeah, it was just like very much part of the like young early days, like just spending ages making out. Basically. Yeah, right, right. So you were just kind of. That's one of the things I miss about being like young prior to having sex is that like there was so much more exploration before going to the genitalia like actually like at least in my experience there was so much exploration of erogenous zones that were not genitalia Mm. and like um as an adult people just aren't necessarily inclined to do that um so yeah you know just like sucking on the lobe a little bit of a nibble I don't like them breathing in my ear you will ruin it if you if you breathe too heavily in my ear I'm going to start breathing in your ear Please all don't. the time. Uh, that's, I think that's why I really hate ASMR, <laughs> even though I always pretend to do it on here. Um, so, yeah, like kind of neck and ear is one for me. I think that's it. Yeah, I've got kind of a weird one. Yes? My kneecap. <laughs> why are you laughing? Because um, <laughs> now I met your mother, like there's this whole storyline about how like Ted thinks that like Robin has like her left knee is an erogenous zone or something and she was actually just like just kind of saying it just being like yeah whatever oh. so I just thought of that but please tell me about your thing well uh, I don't know I had one day Joe was just kind of stroking it and I was like that's getting me real aroused is it both your knees or just one of them both of them and then we discovered that it's like a bit of a thing for me like if you touch it really slowly it does get me going it sends some jolts through the old clitter, eh? That's like cool. it feels good. I love that. Yeah. So like if you're like having sex, if you're like on your back, you could have your knees up and he could just be like yeah. just stroking up on your knees. I don't even think we've done it during like actual like play. I think it's always just been like a bit of a precursor. Yeah, you could try it. Knee play. Knee play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My advice from this whole thing is like, and, and this is advice for myself too, like we need to get back to just like really exploring erogenous zones, keeping it like light and playful before just getting into like the thick yeah. of sex just because I'm reminiscing right now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's funny because I didn't have that because when I was a teen, I've talked about this before, but I was a super late bloomer. And so I never had boyfriends and stuff throughout like high school or anything like that. So there was no hooking up or anything like that. I just went straight in and just had sex with someone without anything else. Like I hadn't even given a blowjob before. That's wild. You know, before I had sex. And so it was like, I don't know, I kind of missed 
a little bit of like the fun, like not touching other parts, like, or, you know, like doing like the, oh, we can do this, but not this, you know, it was just kind of like straight in, like, let's just have sex. And then before that, (laughs) nothing. That's so interesting. Yeah, I know. I've always thought my experience with it was a bit weird because I had two boyfriends in high school when I was like 15, 16. And so we were like, we're not going to have sex. We were actually like kind of responsible for like the age we were. We're like, we're not going to have sex, but we are going to do other stuff. And Mm. it was always like quite gradual. So I did like basically everything except sex or like anal play Yeah. by the age of like 16 and then didn't have a boyfriend for five years and then didn't have sex until I was 20. Yeah. So like I was like doing stuff like kind of because if I think about like at the time I didn't feel young but if I think about a 15 year old like <laughs> getting eaten out I'm like that's weird. Yeah. Well it is weird. <laughs> and I remember that. telling one of my like sister and her friends about it and they were like Ugh. and I was like why do you think that's weird but now I'm like yeah that was quite young but yeah like then there was just this massive break and then like if I were to just say like I had sex when I was 20 that's considered like a later age but I mean I'm happy that that happened yeah I'm happy that I had the exploration beforehand but I think you've obviously kind of leveled it I've made because, up for it for sure yeah, more than made up for the I exploration. discovered that my kneecap was a hot place to touch very like, sexy we exploring <laughs> we do be exploring yeah but I have had to make up for it but this is the thing I swear all the sex nerds I know late bloomers some people are into armpits I can kind of see that it's pretty sensitive in there yeah some people like to lick armpits yeah I don't want to lick it I love I to think smell it might be, Jay's, I think it's though. a lot of a sweat thing. Yeah, I do like a bit of... Yeah, Jay's no, but like, sweat smells good. Touching up on armpits. Not me. Not my thing. Nah, I think it's that, though. It must be a scent thing, eh? Because that's such a, like, a hormonal it's thing It's a scent, like a pheromone sweat yeah. primal. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah. those lines, yeah. absolutely. Because, yeah, I will, sm- I will get in Jay's pits. Yeah. So, I mean, the takeaway is... Get in every- the pits. Everyone's... <laughs> No, the takeaway is that, like, erogenous zones are hiding everywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe just, like, a nice little shoulder rub. Mm. I mean, a back massage will do it for a lot of people. It'll either get me going or send me straight to sleep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Normally to sleep. <laughs> there's, a, there's a high risk, high reward. Yeah, for me. <laughs> Massages I get from George never end in sleep because he spends uh, about five minutes on my back and then the rest of the time on my butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that happens. Yeah. I fall asleep quite fast. <laughs> You're like, oh, too late. <laughs> Sorry, wake up like two hours later like, did we have sex? Was it, was it good for you? <laughs> Oh, uh, we'll try again next week, babe. Tapping on your butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any other general kind of advice to leave off, you know, end off the episode from you? I don't think so. I think that if you aren't sure about these areas or you don't know where they are, just Google it. And Never find out some like yeah. Find some articles that talk about it. Like find some images. Don't don't Google image butthole or something like that or you snake know, like, clitorises yeah, if you're yeah, afraid yeah, of yeah, snakes yeah. but you know try and find some some scientific images of the anatomy yeah um and just see see what things look like and try and kind of figure that out on your own body obviously we are all different yes. so what you see is probably not necessarily going to be exactly the same so keep exploring and don't be deterred if an area doesn't feel good because like we've talked about nipples not really for me g-spot not really for me mm. a-spot not really for me you know like quite a few Areas actually, uh, off limits. Clit, butt, and vulva, hey. however. <laughs> and the kneecap. <laughs> and her knees. But yeah, have fun with it as well. Because like, our bodies are built for pleasure, in my opinion. So yes. 
This is what, like, I mean, I don't know what everyone's opinion is or, like, what our purpose is. I don't really care about figuring out what my purpose is, but my personal purpose is to just have as much pleasure as I can along the way. Yeah. So Hard. make sure you're exploring, team. And like Emma said, don't be afraid of Googling shit. I still, as an adult, yeah. will, like, Google how to do certain sex acts. And sometimes I feel really embarrassed about it. And I'm like, I work, you know, I, I co-host a podcast about sex. I work for a sex toy company. Why am I looking up how to do this certain thing? But the reality is, like Luna said, sex is a skill. Yeah. And so like just look it up and then you'll have the confidence to try it on yourself and then potentially if you want to with someone else and everyone benefits from that. We all benefit, babes. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Those are the real friends with benefits. <laughs> yeah. So that's this week. We'll see you next time and you know, get out there, do some exploring. Stay erotic. Stay erotic, baby. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Electric Rodeo podcast by Adult Toy Megastore. Follow Electric Rodeo free on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to keep up to date with our bucket list progress, follow at Electric Rodeo Podcast on Instagram. <laughs>